The Bad Batch episodes, you know, we had previously released them in an animatic form. So a lot of the work had been done, a lot of the groundwork had been laid out. It was also a way to do an episode arc that was very true to what Clone Wars was. We still improved the models, the assets, redid some things. We made the story better. So if you're familiar with the story already, which some people may be, you'll notice that while it's very similar, we did a tighter edit of it. We added some new scenes, we took some scenes out. really our thing. Accolades. Yeah, we're just in it for the thrill. Yo! You sure it's your thing? What do you mean? Your path is different. <laughs> like ours. If you ever feel like you don't fit in with them, well, find us. Those are some of the finest troopers I've ever fought alongside. Echo. You and I go way back. If that's where you feel your place is, then that's where you belong. Hello and welcome to episode 9 of Force Time. My name is Travis and today I am here with... Nicholas Peroni. Nicholas Peroni again. Welcome back, Nicholas. We had a an episode in between our last talk about the Bad Batch and this talk about the Bad Batch. And that was a Galaxy of, of Adventure short with my daughter Brooklyn. It was very cute. If you haven't checked it out, you should do so. It was about 10 minutes long where we watched all the new Galaxy of Adventures and Brooklyn gave her a little 30 second review. So that was that was last episode, but we're back. We are going to go ahead and fin- finish up the Bad Batch arc. So it's been a little bit. Things have been crazy. We have, uh, yeah. the world has certainly changed in the last month or so, however long it's been, three weeks. But we are back. What, what, have, you, uh, what have you been doing, Nick, to stay busy at home? Well, a lot. But first, uh, yeah, so all of our fans out there, I apologize for the, the many hiatus we had. That was all on me. Uh, yeah, so life's been crazy. I hope everyone's staying safe, and I wish nothing but the best for uh, everyone listening and everyone in the future. We've never seen anything like this before, and um, hopefully we all pull together and, um, you know, we'll, we'll make it through it as, as a country. I think this is, we'll grow from this. But I will apologize for the hiatus. Um, it's all on me. A lot of things have been happening, but staying at home, being a dad, trying to figure out new ways to keep my kids busy. Um, I had uh, I have schedules. I had schedules written all over my wall. It was kind of like that scene uh, from um, <laughs> Always Sunny in Philadelphia, where Charlie's got all these things. I had all these okay, this this schedule we're going to keep, and then we're going to do this, and we're going to do this, and then we're going to do this. And then I kept seeing a whole bunch of tweets from people in school, and they're like, listen, we're, your kids are going to be fine. You don't have to. And I was like, oh, my God, thank you. 
so basically, it has been a dad. Um, you know, my daughter in kindergarten has class every day still. So every morning at 10, 15, she's got to be ready, you know, doing a lot of yard work, <laughs> going into work when I can, uh, but been staying home for most most part. Yeah, it's been wild. Um, the biggest thing that we've been doing lately is, uh, have you seen the movie Zombies 2? I've been following it on Twitter. I have not. Uh, I caught like the end of one and I was my first impression was why do kids even watch this I mean how does they even think and then I saw all your tweets like it's one of your favorite movies of all time now and I was like oh, yeah God, they brainwashed him <laughs> we might have to change this into a zombies 2 podcast because yeah we've seen it I'm not I'm not exaggerating in the last however long we've been quarantining or self-isolating 13 14 days whatever it is now I've seen it no less than at least just 35 times. I'd say it's just constantly wow. on. Obviously it's just on kind of in the background a lot of the times. So I know like all the songs and all the lines and everything like that. But yeah, that that's been the biggest thing that, that I've learned a lot about the zombies franchise. I'm very excited for zombies three uh, zombies. One is on Disney plus two is on Hulu and they kind of set it up for a third one. So yeah, very excited about that. But no, we've been, um, We've been keeping busy. Uh, my youngest has been kind of, we've been having lessons for her on sight words and stuff. She goes to kindergarten this year. So we've been working on her a lot with that. Uh, she had her first outdoor online gymnastics class with her team last night, which was really fun. She got to see her friends online, just a lot of stuff online and a lot of Zoom meetings and things like that. Last night, I actually participated in a AMA with Claudia Gray. Um, she did one of those online and it was a lot of fun. There was, there was like 10 or 12 people on it and she answered all the questions that people had submitted and, um, she's really funny and it was a lot of fun to see that. But yeah. A lot of stuff online, um, been watching things, interacting with, with different people. So it's been a, it's been a crazy time. We've hardly left the house, um, only, only to get groceries over the last, however long it is now. So yeah, kind of trying to, uh, adjust to the new life and yeah, we don't know how long it's going to last, but it's, it's been crazy, but yeah, we are, we are back. We are going to finish our bad batch discussion. So the last we left off was after the first two episodes of the bad batch. And now we have, we're actually through five episodes total in clone wars, but we're just going to kind of stick to the, uh, finale of the Bad Batch arc. So yeah, I have yet um, to watch the newer episode. The Tiger King has been keeping me away from uh, keeping up with Star Wars. Which you haven't seen it. It's amazing. Please watch it. It's <laughs> yeah. My wife found it this morning, and she showed me one scene from it, and it was the employee spoilers for all the Tiger King people out there. Have you seen episode two? I've seen the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. I, so you've I, seen I've watched whole, it twice. So, I've watched it twice. I love it. It's amazing. So the, so the first scene of Tiger King in the second episode, an employee apparently gets his arm bitten off by a tiger and he has to go into. <laughs> There's already guests. I don't even know where they're at. He has like some sanctuary or a zoo or I don't know uh-huh. what it is. Oklahoma. Yeah. So. He asks, he goes into the gift shop and there's probably like 10 or 12 people in there. And he says, before you see it on the news, I wanted to tell you that one of our employees got his arm bitten off by a mm. tiger. Yeah. Uh, I can refund your money or I can give you, give you tickets for a future date or something like yeah. that. It just, yeah. it plays like a parody. And I'm like, is this real? She's like, yeah, it's yeah. a real doc. I was it's like, real. what? It's amazing. Every episode gets crazier and crazier. And wait till you get to episode five. I'll tell you what, your mind's blown. It's 
You don't think he can get even? <laughs> we should do a Tiger King podcast. I I, I guarantee it's the hit. Uh, it, it is nuts. I want to be Joe Exotic. <laughs> well, we're gonna have not everything involved with Joe Exotic, but I'd like to live that lifestyle sort of. So we uh, will likely have a lot of time here over the next month in our houses. So um, we might have to expand our uh, podcasting universe into uh, Zombies Two and Tiger King. So. <laughs> But okay. we'll go ahead. Let's go ahead. Uh, <laughs> ba- Bad Batch. So yeah. Bad Batch is done. I'm kind of sad. Bad Batch, the four episode arc was was really good. It was um, to me going into it. And I've said this before, but going into it, I wasn't super thrilled that they were kind of redoing the episodes that we've already seen or that certain people had, had seen uh, that they had released initially. But uh, like I said, after the first two episodes, like it, it felt brand new. It didn't feel like a rehash or anything. I know it was basically the same stories and lines and everything, but it felt just brand new. It just looked so good. Um, the added scenes that they had put in there were really good. What What are your What are your thoughts on on the last two episodes of the Bad Batch art? Yeah, I hundred percent uh, agree with what you said. Um, you know, I I think we talked about it earlier. Yeah, I was completely upset with the fact that you wait so long for this thing to get finished and we were going to see four episodes. Our diehard star Wars fans already saw, you know, we're always starving for content. We're reading books we're reading comic books. Uh, we're watching everything that we can watch. I, I was really upset that we we're going to see these four episodes, but once they came with a new animation and I don't know the music, you know, not seeing uh, two Jedi floating through the scenes, you know, it just made it so, I don't know. It, it was so much better and it was so, it was, it was worth it. It was the bad batch. I didn't like the little arc um, from the unfinished reels. I don't know why I didn't like them when I first saw it, but now that I saw it just crisp and I, I love those clones. I really, really have, I wish there was more about them. I want. I, I kind of want more content from the Bad Batch now. I want to see where they go. I want to see. I hope they come back. I hope they're in future. You know, obviously they. We don't know if they age like normal clones. We know that Rex lives all the way till Return of the Jedi. So there's still a story to be told. You know, like give me some spy mission type of stuff. You know, maybe once Order sixty six happens, they they are on the positive side of it. They know about the, they don't have the inhibitor chips or, or whatever, whatever it is. We need more about this. I I don't think we have enough bad batch now that I've seen what we've seen. I love these guys, except for heavy. You can't, you cannot tell me that he's, he's the worst of the four. I know you like him, but I'm not a fan of heavy. I'm sorry. If he didn't have some weird, the weird face that he has when he, uh, he's got a crazy happy face when he's oh, I, I don't, I don't need that. I, I, but the other three, I'm all for. I love tech. Uh, uh, I've, lo- I've I've grown to like tech even more as I've watched it. You know, at first it was just kind of uh, this nerdy little guy. You know, I, I I love that now, and I love um, the other two other guys, the sniper and the um, leader, crosshair, crosshair, and uh, and hunter, and hunter, crosshair and hunter. Yep, yeah, crosshair and hunter. Whatever I can't remember if it's one of these two episodes. I think it's one of these two episodes where where Crosshair puts all those little mines around as he's running around. I probably look at my notes. I'll see it, and then he just shoots that one up. I mean, like that—that's told. That scene was complete badassery. 
but uh, I want more Bad Batch. I guess that's the the moral of the story. I didn't like it, wasn't thrilled with it, and now that I've seen more and more of it, I I, I want more content. So I, I like it a lot. I think, and going back to your first point about, yeah, not liking it the first time uh, without the updated animatics, music, all that stuff, not liking it to going to loving it now that it's fully finished, it goes to really show, and it's something people don't really think about it that much, but it goes to show how much all the other people outside of the writers and directors do, you know, for not only TV, but movies, everything really how much work goes into it to truly bring the story to life. You always hear about the hundreds and hundreds of people that put these things together. But when, when it's something like this, like it truly does take that entire team, the production design, the, you know, everything to, to bring a story to life. You know, it's one thing to write it down on paper, but if you have it and emotionally it's not there musically, it's not there, then it's not going to work. But really when you have all those people that come together. So I think it just highlights that portion of just filmmaking and TV making in general, which is, which is really cool. And yeah, it's, it's interesting to think about where the bad batch would be now or would be in universe. I think that, you know, based on the success I'm guessing, I mean, as far as I've seen, it's been all positive on the clone wars front, but you'd think that there'd be some other stories, you know, just thinking about all the different types of uh, media that they put out with the comic books and the short stories and animated shorts and things like that, that we'll probably see more of the Bad Batch at some point. Um, even, yeah. even if it was on the negative front, even if like they they didn't survive 66 and like Palpatine gave them some like special mission to hunt down Jedi, I think that would just be, that would blow my mind. I would hate it that, it, you know, he was killing, you know, uh, Jedi, but that, that, that content would be great. Or maybe two of them did and two of them didn't, and they end up crossing paths. Whatever they could do, whatever they decided to do with those four guys, well, now five, I would I would love it. And that's there's still more. Um, and we'll talk about you know Echo joining the group here. But Echo doesn't – Rex and Echo don't interact to – you know, we never see – Rex finding out about the inhibitor chip. So we don't know what echo, you know, these or maybe the, 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 uh, the four bad batch don't have that chip or maybe they do. And there's just so much, so much content that they could go with here. Like echo becomes one of them and echo turns and, yeah, it really is. I, hope, I hope they do it all. I mean, I hope they do. It'd be so cool to have an episode of five cool, super, Badass clones hunting down Jedi. I think I would watch that, even though it's a terrible ending and we don't want Jedi to die. But that, that I would watch that. So yeah, the the if anything, this arc has made me like care about the clones so much more. Yeah, and like because yeah, it's so weird. I I never attached to any of the clones really when it when I first watched it. Um, I was more into Anakin, Ahsoka, Obi Wan, Asajj, Dooku. You know, I, I was I was into those characters. I really Rex wasn't my favorite. I didn't dislike him at all, but I just wasn't kind of I wasn't really into the clones. But yeah, this this four episodes where it's focused really on Rex and his relationship with Echo and the Bad Batch, you know, obviously, and we'll talk about it too, but there's a lot of Anakin in here too. But yeah, it's I know that Dave Filoni has said, you know, these first four episodes are really about Rex, where he is, um, where he, you know, maybe where he's going. The next four episodes are about Ahsoka, and then the last four episodes are going to be kind of about both of them coming together. So, but um, they need to yeah. tell us that they really need to tell us that we need to know 
where Rex decides that that content has to be shown in these clone, these episodes. It has to be like we uh, don't you agree? Like we have to mm-hmm. have that moment where he finds out and does something about it and forms some close. Obviously, he doesn't get to, obviously he doesn't get to Agent Co- or to Cody, uh, but mm-hmm. you know to, to some other guys. Yeah. You know, now, it, now that they make him and, and Jedi canon, that's Rex. You know, we need we need to know how he gets to that point. Yeah, and where we see him in Rebels too. You know, like how does he? Yeah, yeah, where, yeah, does yeah. He, where does he go for so long? I mean, um, I can't remember exactly where they find him in Rebels, but yeah, what's where's where do we leave his story? And yeah, before these twelve episodes, if you told me that Rex wasn't going to be in any of them, I probably been like, oh, that's fine. You know, I want to see Ahsoka, I want to see Anakin, but now it's like, okay, I need to see the end of his story within the Clone Wars as well. So yeah, it's. I don't know. It's been it's been a fun ride with the Bad Batch for sure. Um, I'm sure these will these will be four episodes that I'll go back and and revisit quite a bit in the future as well. So you kind of talked about who you don't like, but who's your favorite Bad Batch character? Uh, I think we talked about this in the last episode too, but has it changed at all? Uh, who who you got? No, it's the same for me. Uh, I, I've grown more on Tech. I really like Tech. Um, Kind of reminds me of like a MacGyver character, you know, kind of. I, I love MacGyver as a kid. Um, I'm probably a little too, that's probably a little too old for you. Um, but uh, um, you're not I, that much older than me. Anyway, I still feel like it. But, I grew up uh, with, I grew up with MacGruber, not MacGyver. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. MacGruber was 20 years after MacGyver. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's still Hunter and Crosshair. Crosshair is just. I like Hunter because like he has that like devil may hair will do whatever, you know, he's got that extra sixth sense or whatever it is, you know, and we'll do whatever. He, I mean, I could talk the scene we talked about in the, in the other episodes where he just shoots his uh, cable around that uh, Kira deck and <laughs> just like, all right, I'm out of here. I mean, that's like a Jedi move. That's a, that's like what a Jedi would do, not a clone. Like, and that's what I think of that anyways. Uh, that's just that, I do what I had to do to get the job done. And, and then crosshair just does these total boss moves and he does it without saying too much. You know, he, he, he probably has the least amount of screen time of all of the guys uh, when it comes to like vocabulary, speaking words. I, I would, I, if we, if we go back and count the words that the, those four clones have spoken, I would say crosshair probably spoke the, spoke the least. And that's what I love about it. He's just like a, just a complete, he's got all the confidence in the world, a uh, sniper. I mean, he just, he's everything that I want. So I think Crosshair's probably jumped over Hunter for me. Hunter was my favorite and Tex moved up. And I think probably Crosshair is my favorite. But when we're talking about the clones and you like heavy, I. Wrecker. Wrecker, I'm sorry. Why keep calling heavy? I don't know. I've called him heavy many a times. Wrecker. Oh, good. Heavy's Lord. gone. Heavy's long gone. Yeah, heavy's gone. Heavy is gone. Uh, Wrecker. He's funny. There's He's moments funny. where what he does is cool, but uh, his He's he's something stupid. about his face. He's got like a cartoonishy face when he does like his eyes like roll up in his head and he's uh, a cartoon. like you can see me now cuz we're in this little squad cat. It's just this weird like oh, you know like this crazy yeah. look. Uh, oh, I can't. I'm afraid of heights, and I'll, let me crush some skulls. You know, like they, they all have cartoonish faces. They're all I, cartoons. I, I don't know. I, he's my least favorite by far. Um, 
some things he does is, uh, you know, he, he doesn't care. So, I mean, he does just like run into silly situations that you shouldn't put yourself in. And he comes out on top. Um, but I would say that he's my least favorite character. And the, yeah, those three are uh, leaps and bounds ahead of him. I think Tech has uh, Tech has gone up. He did, really, episodes three and four, he didn't have a ton to do compared to the first two episodes. Because the first two episodes, he was kind of all over the place um, doing some things. But he had the line in the third episode when I think Wrecker says, when they're, when they're caught on the pipe there, and he says, does anyone have a brilliant idea? And... Uh, he says, I do. I have a brilliant idea. And then like, he's just like so straightforward and, and so smart. So that was when really calls, cool. Yeah. When he calls. Yeah. 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 So, but yeah, so he's, he's really cool, but crosshair who crosshair looks like a skinny younger count Dooku. You notice that? Mm-hmm. He looks. Now look I have to look at a picture of now. I look at a look him up. He looks like a, a younger skinny version of count Dooku. That's the first thing I thought of actually, when I saw him, um, even in the originals, I was like, that really looks like count Dooku, but crosshair had that. Yeah. Like you said, that cool moment um, in the hallway there with, with throwing the things on the wall and then bouncing uh, the shot and taking out everyone. I thought that was so cool. But yeah, record. He's just, he's just funny. He's stupid. He's just a, a big, dumb idiot. Basically, you know, he's, he goes, he doesn't use his, his head at all. He just goes brawn first and just goes after people. I, he's just funny to me. I, I like that. He doesn't like heights. Like he has that weakness. I don't know. He's just funny, but yeah, really all the bad batch. And I've been, I've been rewatching the Mandalorian a little bit. And the one thing I noticed was in episode six, where um, the Mandalorian is with, um, he goes to Ron's or Rand's ship and he has to, they have to go into the prison with uh, Mayfeld's crew to uh-huh. break out the twilight and yeah. those four in that crew are pretty much the bad batch. If you think about it, because Mayfeld is uh ran, you know, says he's one of the best shots you'll ever see. So he's, he's clearly crosshair. Berg is the big dumb idiot. He's, he's wrecker. You have Jian who uh, she has the knife, you know, a lot, mm-hmm. a lot like Hunter does. Um, and she's, she's not, you know, I think Mayfeld's kind of in charge is what it seems like, but you, you kind of feel like she's, she's really pulling some strings and then zero, the droid is clearly tech, you know, he's, he's getting them into the prison. He's doing all that stuff. So I thought that was really cool that they kind of didn't reuse it, but kind of remodified that concept of the bad batch to use for the Mandalorian, because that was one of my favorite episodes. I know a lot of people thought that it was filler or something like that, but that was one of my favorite ones. And yeah, it was cool to see them almost reincarnated in the Mandalorian. I don't know if you caught that or not. Uh, yeah. I mean, same kind of similar, like a ragtag crew put together for one mission. Yeah. I, I, I didn't think that episode was filler in Mandalorian. Yeah. yeah and they said that. in spoilers for the Mandalorian, they said that, um, Bill Burr's character is supposed to be coming back in season two too. So it'll be, it'll be cool to see Mayfeld. Cause they're going to be, he left them there in the prison. You know, they're going to be pretty upset with them trying to get back at the Mandalorian. So, um, I tell you be- what, I can't wait to, for us to discuss the Mandalorian if we ever do, because the news that keeps popping up for Mandalorian season two, like I, for the, yeah. for what the state of the world is right now, I would wish they, they were done with production. They just like, you know what guys here, let's, here's this, <laughs> Yeah, euphoria, and I'm like, because uh, all the news that's coming out for that, by the way, is I just can't wait for. Yeah, they're dropping everything early. Frozen two and all this stuff. I just, you know, onward yeah, and dropped on April third. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. Onward, yeah. yep, that's it. That was one I was going to take my daughter to, and I'm glad it's coming out so we can still watch yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, no. So that's that's kind of a side note on the Mandalorian. But I thought that was cool that you know they the Bad Batch basically Mayfeld's crew is is the Bad Batch. You know, obviously they're not modified or anything, but they they all yeah. have their own little quirks and everything. In your opinion, what was uh, or the best parts of uh, Episode Three for you? So Episode Three was on the wings of Kiradax, and then Episode Four was unfinished business. So on the wings of Kiradax, anything stick out to you? Uh, no. Nothing really stuck out to me in the episode. Uh, things that were different from the unfinished reels is what stuck out to me. So um, if you look, obviously, at the, the quote at the beginning of all the Clone Wars episodes, there's always a quote. Um, I, find, I always find it interesting a, a why they would change it or what, what would be the point of changing it. And for both of these episodes, episode three and episode four, they changed those quotes. In the first, in episode three... Uh, It was, in war, there's no certain thing as neutrality, something along those lines. So that was the old one. And the new one was survival is one step to the path of living, of living, excuse me. So obviously they like kind of tapered it more towards Echo's, I feel like they, it it was made more, it was focused more on Echo, Echo, um, surviving what he survived to now he's on his path of, you know, reincarnation or, or a new path in life, whatever it may be. So that that's what I always st- sticks out to me first when I'm looking at these episodes or the obviously episodes going forward, the 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 quote is going to be new to all of us because there's no other episode. So I think it's interesting for that reason. And then along those lines in episode 3 when uh, Anakin and the Bad Bash are in that room, um, they dispense that uh, decimator, or they show that decimator. The decimator doesn't hurt anybody because they escape up the sh- the shaft there. But in the in the unfinished reel, the decimator did kill a local, uh, a local. Uh, and what's the species name again? Do you remember? The Poltex, yeah. It killed one of the Poltex, turned him into like this little pile of purple goo. And I don't remember if there was a Poltex with them or they used the Decimator earlier in a scene. But I do remember that. So the Decimator killed a Poltex in the unfinished reels. Didn't kill anybody in the uh, current story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Decimator I didn't really have, I don't know, it. It sounded like it was really cool, but yeah, I'm guessing in the original episode, that's why they showed it working. So it was like, oh, wow, yeah. saying, oh, yeah, it's this a big is deal. Because yeah, cool. in, in this episode, it was like, well, who knows what it is? I mean, we get the line that, you know, I think Watt Tambor says they've ruined years of research or whatever, you know, with the Decimator and with Echo and uh, with just that whole lab, which, which, um, just the whole look of that was really cool. But yeah, it was. And uh, the in episode three um i don't and i just don't remember seeing this at all they had those whatever those droids were that could fly the d-wings the d-wings yeah i i I don't remember in all of clone wars i don't remember seeing these particular types of droids so that was new to me um i I like that a lot I mean, I like those droids. I mean, I like the droids. If the droids don't talk, they're cool to me. Uh, when they start saying, you know, saying things, that's when it bothers me. But uh, uh, yeah, the seeing those droids, Anakin in Episode Three is a complete, you know, ba, you know, ba Baracus ba, you know, um, just a he's so good. He's his powers are legit. I mean, 
I, I like watching Annika in this in this show so much. Yeah, um, it's great. To it really them. expands the character. It really does. You watching episodes one through three, then opposing uh, watching episodes four through six. You know what happened. You know what the end result, but you have no clue of what the potential of that man was. You just don't. You you know he's powerful. You know he's feared. Just by looking at him, he's an ominous figure. This big black mask and his cape, and wow, this guy's you know he has unexplained things that he can do. But only in Clone Wars can you see what that man was capable for, capable of, what he went through, and how he got to that person, which I just love. It was it's it's so good to have Anakin back. Like yeah, that whole I think they're called Octoptara. I think. Um, is what those big giant droids are that they have to take down. But yeah, that whole action sequence right before he um, jumps down on him and he has that, you know, he says to Echo or Echo's like still showing off a master, you know, mm-hmm. and he's like, he's like, yeah. you know, some things never change or whatever he says. I just, that was really good. And then, yeah, he just does his whole thing and we get, we get the music cue. Um, I think it's uh, burning Homestead that we get right before he like takes off to, um, take down this Octoptara and we get that music. And then right when he jumps and then he starts like taking it out, the music turns like super dark. These episodes are about Rex. The next ones are about Ahsoka, but like Anakin to me is still such a major player in all these, obviously. I mean, he's, you know, the main character of the prequels, but um, it's just, they're just dropping all these hints of, you know, where he's going. And um, we'll talk more about what he does in episode four, but yeah, we kind of get a hint of that right before, right before he unleashes that violence, the music turns really dark. So um, yeah, it was, it was cool. He had that, he force pushed uh, the Octop- Octoptara after he cut the legs off or whatever, while yep. he was in midair. And like, as he's going back, he just kind of, you know, uses the force to push it down. Just so good. It was so, I mean, in the, in the bad batch had a really good moment, you know, and Rex had really good moments there too, taking down those giant droids. But the bat in the in the bat, I can't remember who said it, but it was like, yeah, it's it, it's nice to have to to be a Jedi, you know. But even yeah. then, which which also goes back to them obviously having no working. Obviously, during the Clone Wars, there's a Jedi with all these different clone groups, you know, whatever whatever system they need to go to to take whatever down. Obviously, the Bad Batch hasn't had much experience working with a Jedi. Uh, and, and they were amazed of what he could do as well. I mean, it's, it's, it was sick what he did there. Yeah. That Hunt, scene. Hunter said, it's hard to compete with a Jedi. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he's doing that. He takes it down. He takes one of them down all by himself. And then the, all the other ones have to work to take the other one down. So it's just yeah. kind of showing that it's really cool. Yeah, the D-Wing droids, I, th- I thought those were really cool too. And I liked how they fly. And it made me think of the Rise of Skywalker. They fly now. Oh yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that was good. But, and then they, not only do they fly, but then they run. And when they're running, they look like uh, velociraptors while while they're Uh running. I thought that was, they're just a cool design. Yeah. I don't think we've seen those before. I think those were brand new. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The the only other thing, um, just, just from watching, you know, the the animation style, I like, Watt Tambor is like even like so much crisper. Like if you look at Watt Tambor and the um it's kinda off topic, but if you look at the prior Clone Wars stuff and you look at this episode, like it, if you had a side by side comparison of Watt Tambor and Clone Wars and Watt Tambor of 
this episodes or this four episode. I can't remember how many he's in. It's amazing. Like he looks completely different. He he looks like the Wat Tambor and Revenge of the Sith. I don't know. He just looks like a completely different person. So oh, yeah, no, he does. He looks so cool. I I Wat Tambor and Admiral Trench, and the fact that we were blessed with both of them in these first four episodes and getting more of them just so good. I mm-hmm. they're just I don't know. Their designs are so cool, and yeah, I just I love both of them. Going into the the last episode, unfinished business. Uh, this episode, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that really, really stood out in this episode to me. Um, the space battle at the very beginning was just like so big and so epic. It really looked a lot like the Revenge of the Sith opening battle as well. Um, where it's just like, it shows, you know, the first couple episodes, really small battles. They're just going in to get echo. They're trying to, um, you know, get the algorithm back. Uh, from the separatists but then in these next two it's really like especially in the fourth one like we see that how big of a fight this is and how big of a piece of the of the actual war it is too um and also kind of you know tells us how close we're getting to the revenge of the sith timeline as well but yeah that in episode four we get a lot of mace windu which i thought was great it's great to have him back and um be a major player you know him and obi-wan you know the, the biggest thing that stood out with to me about Mace Windu was his speech that he gives to all the droids before they just mow them all down. Um, where they're just, he's, you know, he's, he's saying that he's basically like telling them how awesome he is and how many droids he's destroyed over the years. Um, and he tells them, you know, lay down your weapons so we can reprogram you, uh, to, to, you know, work on the right side and everything like that. I just thought his rhetoric was, it really shows, and it's shown throughout the prequel trilogy in general too, but it shows the flaws of the Jedi and, you know, they're taking kids, infants, you know, from their parents, not stealing them, but taking them and basically programming them to be Jedi, just like he's saying what he wants to do with these droids. And then just the rhetoric that he uses, like it just, it it sounds, if you change a couple words in his speech, it sounds like Palpatine. And what he would say um, to get people on his side and everything like that. So it was just his whole his whole rhetoric and everything that he used throughout that speech was just it, it really highlighted the Jedi, you know, what their flaws are and everything like that. So I don't know. He, he was kind of like that in the prequel trilogy where we saw a lot of stuff from Mace where it's like, uh, maybe you shouldn't have done that, you know, if you really wanted uh, Anakin to succeed and all this stuff. You know, he was pretty hard on a lot of things. But then we get this whole, like, epic speech. And then what I thought was really funny, he, he t- gives this, like, one-minute speech and the droids just look at it e- at each other. They're just like blast him. And, yeah. you know, and then Obi-Wan's like, well, it was worth a try, you know? So mm-hmm. it was really funny too, but yeah, that was, that was one of the big moments for me. Yeah. What I liked about the episode, which I don't remember from this, I've watched unfinished reels and I'm always going back and forth and I write my notes, but um, at the end of episode three, they kind of like when they're all getting ready to go on the ship, they kind of like give you like this almost this little pause moment that really makes you think about Echo's intentions. Like it, it's weird. It's like, um, yeah, they, like they, in the, in the, like they teased him in the unfinished reels in, epi- in this episode about, you know, Oh, used to be a part of the, you know, the separatists or something along those lines. 
but they're trying to make in the audience, they're trying for the new viewers are trying to, at the end of the day, it's like, he walks to the midship like, oh my God, is he, is he corrupted by the separatists now? Does he have some hidden agenda? And then throughout this episode, episode four, they're all, you know, uh, Rex mentioned it to Anakin, the Bad Batch is, you know, on him, you know, what are you doing when he's working on that, you know, when he's got his little R2-D2 arm in the, um, in that little panel, they're all questioning whether this, if he's even on their side this whole time. So I like that. I like that a lot, how they give you that little twist, like, uh, kind of make, you know, I, I noticed that when I watched three, I was like, dang, did they just make, did they just change Echo completely to a bad guy? Yeah. Or make you think he's going to be a bad guy? And then this whole episode, they're, they're, they're basically questioning him. It's that last line in episode three where Rex is like, yeah, um, yeah, it'll, it'll be just like old times. And then it goes to Echo and he's like, yeah, just like old times. And it's kind of like, wait a second. And he are stops you- walking. Everyone else is walking to the ship. Yeah. And he stops and shows his face. He's like, wait a minute. <laughs> you know, are they going to mind blow us here? Are they going to yeah. bomb us? <laughs> yeah, is he, is, he, is he sad? Is he mad? Is he scheming? Is he like still a separate? Like, what is going on? Yeah, it's kind of weird. But then it just turns out like, no, it's just like you're just kind of sad and just kind of reflecting. But yeah, that was it was kind of good. I mean, it threw another you know little wrench into everyone's plans. That yeah, the Bad Batch totally didn't trust him. Rex totally does trust him that he's on the right side. And then Anakin's just kind of like you know go with your gut. Like, what do you think, Rex? And um, so that was a good push and pull and it, and it was, you know, especially how the episode ends with echo going with the bad batch. It was like, yeah, he is, he's one of them. He's, he, he is, uh, he's more like the bad batch, you know, obviously he's got the, like, um, he's yeah, the new, so much. the he's new changed. arm and yeah, he's yeah. got all this stuff, but, he's uh, got the Darth Maul legs, you know, he's just, yeah. uh, he's not, he's not what he was and he, and he earned the bad batch trust. And that's, I love that scene. Yeah. This episode. Yeah. I was happy for Echo when he, you know, that he got to go with them and and join and kind of, you know, he's, he feel like, feels like he has somewhere new that he belongs and Rex, you know, you can tell he wanted to be, he wanted him to be with him and and fight beside him. But he also understands that like, uh, maybe this, you know, the, this is the best path for you. So yeah, it was a, it was a good ending where they left with, um, with Echo joining the bad batch. So the other part of this episode definitely was Anakin uh, at the end with Trench and uh, just that entire scene where he finds where Trench is. He needs the last number for Mace Windu to stop the, the bomb. And so he goes in there basically, you know, right when he walks in, we get that shot where the door opens and he just, he looks dark. Like he, I, I thought, this was the moment that they showed in the trailer where I was like, Oh, you looks like, he looks like revenge of the Sith end of revenge of the Sith. Anakin, like Darth Vader right there. Uh, but they give that to us here in episode four and he walks in there, he ignites his lightsaber and it's the same exact shot that we have right before he takes out the younglings as Darth Vader and, and revenge of the Sith. And it's like kind of from behind him and lower where you just see his, his lightsaber ignite. So we get that shot, which is a clear parallel to, to where he's going. He wants trench to give him the final number. Trench says, never, you know, he's, he's like, Dooku will kill me if, if I give you the number. And Anakin's like, you think I won't? And he basically gives him, you know, the, well, 
that's you know too noble for a jedi and then anakin calls out and literally just says i don't have such weaknesses and so it's like dang like yeah we are getting close like anakin like even before everything that happens in revenge of the sith like and we see it through the clone wars a little bit here and there we see it even in episode two obviously attack the clones but that line where he's he's just like we're like okay here like we're we're almost there you know we're we're almost to his turn uh it's coming you know we get the dark dark music and again in that so just that whole fight with trench and then he basically threatens him cuts his arm off trench gives him the number i mean he gives him what he wants and then he still kills him on his way out it's just dang you know and this is obviously after ahsoka has left too so he's he knows and he's he's fully admitting that the jedi have weaknesses now you know he's always had it in his head um even before in the clone wars where uh, they're doing something you know a way that he wouldn't want to do it and all this stuff but now after he has seen what happens to ahsoka in season five when she leaves the jedi temple and now he's just openly admitting it and just like taking it on so i thought i don't know that whole scene was just i mean that was such a big piece you know for anakin's story that it was just really good yeah uh that yeah i agree that um i don't have such weaknesses at trench the trench that's when after after he cut off his arms trench is like you know you're still not going to do anything um and then anakin basically says yeah i'm 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 no jedi basically that's yeah that's, no and you that's- know I, i'm no jedi i'm just a different beast and uh that's exactly you know, and then, what and then I he thought shocks about. him and then he shocks him, you know, he, he you know, basically antagonizes him. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm going right. to shock you. I'm going to escape. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to play this game. You know, you've been, a, I, I thought I killed you once already and now I'm definitely going to finish the job. And uh, yeah, that, that scene is one of the coolest when it comes to seeing Anakin's character development. It, it was. And yeah, the, that's exactly what I thought of. And that's why I had written down was the parallel to Anakin or Ahsoka and Darth Vader fight uh, in rebels where he says, revenge is not the Jedi way. She says, I'm no Jedi. It was just Mm -hmm. basically the same exact line here, which was just, which was so cool to see. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Anything else stick out in in the final episode on, on that? Um, So again, going back to the quotes, um, the, original one from the old uh, uh before the episodes that from the unfinished reel was learn from the past live for the future and the new one was trust place in another is trust earn so obviously they changed you know this is again on echo you know learn you know trust place in another is trust earn so obviously they this whole this whole mission is dependent on echo you know infiltrating and summoning everyone and getting everyone in the, the right spot. You know, the whole time that we talked about the, the, no one believes that he's trying to help them. Um, and he proves everybody wrong and, and, you know, Rex is vindicated and he, the bad, bad, he wins the bad batch over and then trust earn. Like, listen, we know you've had a hard go at it. You've done everything to do to prove your worth to us come join us, which I think is awesome. That's uh, what I love watching these, reading the quotes of the beginning of these Clone Wars, watching the episode and then going back and reading them again and trying to find the little meanings there. That's one of my favorite parts of, of Clone Wars. I 
like, ah, that's what Dave's trying to teach us. That's what George is trying to tell us. Like, that's like, you know, even though you've read it and you've watched the episode, you still don't sometimes understand what they're trying to tell you. And then you go back and read it again. You're like, wow, man, that makes so much sense. Um, so I'm glad they changed it. I'm glad it makes, you know, to me, it makes it, the episodes even better because you have a better understanding. I don't know if that makes sense. In my head, it does. Um, so that's that's one thing that I, I liked about changing. Uh, at the beginning as well, I don't remember this at all. And, you know, this, this is kind of a Last Jedi thing. Um, but they have the, the Separatist Dreadnought. Um, I don't remember if we've heard we've been introduced to the Dreadnought before at all and in, in only Clone Wars. And I don't remember hearing of a Dreadnought until Last Jedi, the very beginning scene, you know, uh, when Poe, we took out a Dreadnought, you know, but you also lost my whole fleet, uh, mm-hmm. Poe. Yeah, um, I don't think so we. I, I never heard of that. So, like, I don't know. It was a separatist thing. So, did they incorporate that somehow with, you know, did they in the Death Star plans that, they, that the, um, Republic took or the Empire Republic Empire took from the separatists in there with their other designs and this this dreadnought became part of their fleet as well or did they, when they when they kill when they genocided everyone on Geonosis did they take yeah. all their technology as well uh, I don't know but that's one thing that kind of caught my eye the the dreadnought I, th- I um, think yeah and I don't think we've seen I don't think we've seen a dreadnought other than the last Jedi but. I think it was in the original reels. The dreadnought was still, so that wasn't something that they maybe. Had. Yeah, I think I think it was. I think it was, but I could be wrong on that. But yeah, either way, I and think it could it be was. one of those things that I just like new material that you're like, oh my god! Like, and I've watched the unfinished reels obviously before I watched the Little Last Jedi, and I never, you know, then the, the Last Jedi dreadnought. I obviously watching Last Jedi so many times uh, recently, it just kind of stuck to my, it stuck out to me. Yeah. Also, in that first scene as well, when they're attacked, there's Y-Wings. And they also say uh, um, uh, Gold Leader. So I don't know, and this may be nothing, but there's Y-Wings and there's Gold Leader. So that uh, obviously, I don't know, does that have anything to do with the Rebel Alliance later down the road? Do some of those clones uh, also don't fall on the line of Order 66? So I really enjoyed that. Um, I don't know if you caught that. Yeah, that was um, a good good little uh, thing that they threw in there. I d- yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't come up with the connection, but yeah, I did, I did notice that Gold yeah. Leader. Gold Leader, I, I just, you know, obviously that was a thing, so I don't know what, you know, what that means, if it means anything, or like, you know, you know me, I, I just like continued con- uh, connections to everything in the world. It just means that they're, the writers are taking extra time to grab those, you know, older Star Wars fans and connect them to the new stuff. You know, I don't know. It may have nothing to do with it, but I like hearing it. Um, and this is the episode that we talked about. This is the episode that when they're running, Crosshair puts all those little uh, mines as he's running and then shoots that one and shoots all the all the droids out. Um, yeah, such a cool move. It's such, it's such yeah, it's <laughs> that's awesome. Um, yeah, and then the other thing caught me about this episode is when you think about it, all the separatists are together. But when bad things happen, they never meet, they never want to be the one that like, you know, obviously they steal Echo from and and that's a huge that's a huge demise to the separatist plans. But Watambor or 
they don't, uh, the techno union doesn't want to let anybody know that that happened. Like Admiral Trench doesn't know that it happened. Like, it's like, Oh my God, this isn't, we're not going to let anybody know. Like, so, and, and that's happened throughout the, the clone wars. Anytime there's like a defeat, whether it comes, you know, at the hands of new gun Ray or this, the techno union or who, whoever, uh, the Gian Oceans, whatever, they're never going to let the other one know that this bad thing happened. Like, so they're not all unified. And that, that's just what I picked up on. They're, they're just not unified. Like, they're like, hell, I'm not going to let them know we let this giant piece of information go because we'll be, Duke will kill us or we'll be on a weaker end of that, uh, of the separatists. So I, I think that they're, it's, it's funny that they're all together and they're all on the same mission of, of peace or what they think is peace. Uh, but they won't let each other know when they make mistakes. And that's constant through these, through these clone wars, uh, episodes. And, and I think that, I think that, yeah, it just goes back. Like you said, Duke Gunray. I mean, I feel like he's famous for that. Like it seemed like every movie, you know, he screwed something up. He's like, Oh, we cannot tell, uh, we cannot tell Sidious, you know, yeah, yeah they're just yeah. scared. They're scared yeah. of Sidious. They're scared of Dooku, you know, because they've shown, what they can do and what they will do. And you got to think that Sidious knows, I mean, he does, he knows everything and, but that they are so incompetent. And I think that's, I mean, that's just the push and pull of the war. He knows what both sides are doing. He knows how to manipulate them and he knows that fear is going to be a constant driving factor on them. So yeah, it's, it did, it, it was, it was, you know, cool to see that between yet yeah, within this one episode or two episodes that the two kind of leaders of each of the, you know, the techno union, and then you have Admiral Trench and then they're not even telling each other because they're too scared to let anything know. Yeah. Um, I mean, if Trench knew that they stole that, that that would have, they yeah. could have, def- they still could have defeated. He was still going off the information that was, was there. I mean, yeah. if all, all Watambu had to do was say, Hey man, listen, they got our asset you're going to have to do something different. They could have won the dang battle, but the, the it, I just don't get it. I, yeah. He, uh, and, and Watt Tambor is worried about the money portion, which is like mm-hmm. kind of relevant now, but uh, with like the profit margin is basically what he says. Oh. It's like the, the profit margin will, um, will suffer. You know, we got to find a way to recoup our investment before we tell them anything. So it's like, yeah. um, he's, he's worried about money. Admiral trench is worried about the war. Like it's just, um, yeah, it's an interesting dynamic that they have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, the the only other thing that I noticed, and I think you are the one that told me about this, but I went back and watched it after you told me the at the the ending of episode four. Um, they say, uh, or, or in the unfinished reels, you guys, Obi Wan says you have medals coming, and in the unfinished reels, they get the medals. But that there's in this new episode, there's they don't they don't show them getting the episode of the medals, and uh, that's when Echo, you know, Bad Batch says, "Hey man, you know, you proved us wrong. You know, you're we can't experience what you've experienced. You're different like us. Come join us." So I I thought, and I didn't notice. I think I asked you about it. I thought I thought that Echo died in the when I first watched the unfinished reels and I think I asked you about it and then you told me that and I went back and rewatched it and yeah, it's completely different. Yeah. I think they were smart to take out the metal ceremony for the bad Mm -hmm. match. It seemed really out of place. Um, but it also makes me think like, okay, 
so the bad batch were like nah like that's not why we do it you know we're just we're just here to mess things like to get things done whatever um but it seems like rex is going to get a medal so i kind of do want to see rex get a medal like and and do they always get medals? I mean, obviously this was, they're showing the importance of this battle because it was huge and it's right before uh, everything changes and everything. But yeah, it was, I don't know. A, a scene with them getting the, the medals, just like looking back at it now, is just kind of funny. But yeah. That was, uh, that was the biggest, those were the biggest things. Clone troopers had jetpacks in this episode too. They did. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, uh, like the Mandalorians. I don't know yeah. what, where that where that came from either. So I don't. Yeah. Yeah. No, another little, little little thing that I noticed, and I don't know why I didn't notice before, but I was like, "Wait, what? They have jetpacks?" Yeah. Yeah. Like, where did that come from? They fly now. Yeah, they fly now. Oh god. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> some of it. Um, but yeah, so that kind of wraps up Bad Batch, I guess. Uh, yeah, we're sitting here getting closer to uh, episode six already we're almost half after tomorrow wow. after tomorrow we're halfway there um which is sad and I'm, I'm excited to see the rest but yeah it's crazy that um it's gonna be it's gonna be over soon but yeah you gotta watch the newest episode um spoiler ahsoka's back yeah and she's awesome still there's some really great moments in the first episode and i really like the new characters that they introduced um trace and rafa I believe they're uh, they're really interesting, and yeah, it's going to be cool to see what these next three episodes are really about. And um, you know, it's basically Ahsoka's and Coruscant like underground, and um, just kind of showing a different part of Coruscant. And it's yeah, it's just really good. Ahsoka's back in action, very exciting. Uh, we'll have to do a recap of the first two episodes of this arc hopefully soon, and get something else out. What are you most looking forward to in the next next few episodes or the the end of the season? Yeah, I mean, I just I want to see where Ahsoka's been. Obviously, I have not watched the new episode. I plan on doing it. I probably do it here once we're done here, um, and then watch the episode tomorrow. But what what she's been doing? Obviously, she comes back into contact with Anakin at some point. At least I hope she does. Um, I think I think she yeah, does. Yeah, in one of the, the great yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, she, I I want to see what that interaction is because all we have now is the interaction in Rebels. You know, we we know that Maul's in there now. I'd like to see what happened to Maul. Where's you know? How did he get out of that prison that um, Palpatine was holding him in? Um, you know, there's so much stuff. And then, like I said, the Mandalorian stuff. Um, I love that show. It's it's an amazing show, and anything they can give us to carry into those episodes uh, i'll eat that stuff up as well so yeah all the ahsoka darth maul and mandalorian mandalore mandalore you know i i am excited for yeah we're gonna it's it's coming the end of it's coming and it's gonna be i know i know sam whitworth's been doing some some press ashley Eckstein's been doing some press and just like every time they say anything about these episodes like it just gets you more excited sam whitworth the other day saying that um you know the last four episodes of the clone wars is going to change how you look at everything that's related to you know what's going on uh in the star wars universe so i don't know what that means but yeah it's uh it's going to be here soon it's going to get dark it's going to get tragic hopefully it's going to stay a little bit hopeful but we know we know kind of where the story ends or where it's leading to at the same time but yeah it's it's coming 
And now we know that Ahsoka will be in the Mandalorian. So. Yeah, that's uh, that's the latest news. Not confirmed still, but by a lot. Still of not confirmed. I also heard that Sabine is going to be in it as well. So Who? that's true. Sabine. Oh yeah, that's been a. I think that was a rumor. Uh, even yeah, during the season, um, <laughs> and maybe some Bo Katan, and yeah, it's. I hope they. I hope they stay true to. Yeah, the story I, at I, hand and not make that huge character. I don't think they will. I don't think it's going to turn into the Ahsoka show. You know, I think she might be in kind of like some of the, even the, some of the new characters that they introduced, like uh, Cara Dune, she was only in a handful of episodes. Um, yeah. yeah they, do it. I mean, they left it like that with, you know, um, uh, whoever she was, the leader of the underground Mandalore. She's like, the armor either yeah. find either find uh, the child's home planet or find other people like him so they, they they put it out there that you know yeah on his travels he could find other force users or you know uh, so that, that it would make it makes sense i mean you know and then that could lead in you know then all they all they need is an hour of or a 40 minutes or whatever it is of screen time to lead into the next kids you know kids series or next next animated series or uh, uh, their own spinoff you know the, the hunt for ezra you know they could yeah. drop something there um there's a I'm lot so excited. Yeah. i think Bursting. yeah i think that you know especially with celebration hopefully still happening in august maybe maybe not happening in august but um i think that's when we're gonna get a lot there i think we're gonna get what you know when the new movies are coming out what the new movies are going to be about i think we're going to get some spinoffs of live action i think we'll get some more i think we'll definitely get it i think after the clone wars they might even announce some more animated stuff because yeah that's there's nothing on the slate you know after clone wars because resistance is done and so it's like we know that they're gearing up they're going to be pumping out some content for disney plus and exciting times so trying to tamper expectations while we finish up the clone wars but yeah it's hard not to look uh not hard not to look too far ahead I agree. Well, cool. Well, that is, uh, that is today's show. We, um, hopefully we'll be back soon to talk some more clone wars, maybe some more Mandalorian. Yeah. This is episode nine and you can find us on Twitter at force time pod. Uh, maybe with this extra time that I have now sitting at home, maybe we'll, uh, we'll get some more tweets out, uh, on there. Cause yeah, we've been kind of, um, haven't been keeping up with that too much. I think we're sitting at 20 followers. So I think we we gain a couple every time. But yeah, you can find us there. Uh, we are on all podcast platforms now. Yeah, anything else to add? No, man. Good to get back at it. Again, I can't wait to talk about the next two episodes. Yeah, it's exciting. It's good stuff. Um, but yeah, until next time, may the force be with you.